Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, a Texas Tech Athletics Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael. All right, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael. Michael, what's up, man? I'm I'm over here. I'm a little self-conscious about my microphone light. <laughs> Seems now that we're doing video, I'm maybe I should cover it. It's beautiful. It's bright. Is it brilliant? Blue. Blue. Blue's my favorite color. There you go. Actually, I'm just kidding. It's red and black because that's what a bleed. <laughs> What's going on, man? Hey, uh, we got a football schedule today, man. Yes. Actually, it was yesterday. But yeah, it was yesterday. Today. We're recording on Wednesday, streaming on Wednesday. We're doing a little differently because of the game on Monday. Everything threw, thrown off by basketball. We won, but uh, yeah, we have football to talk yeah. about, which is exciting. Um, signing day was today. It was a relatively quiet signing day because you signed basically everybody but one of your class in December, but you got one more today. Not a surprise, not a flip, uh, but we'll spend most of the time talking about the schedule. Um Look at who on the four teams within the conference who we're going to miss playing uh, this season. And then, Mike, I want to get your thoughts on uh, which Big 12 stadium, new Big 12 stadium you'd most like to visit or which ones you'd most like to visit. And then uh, we'll talk some basketball. So uh, do need to remind everybody, this is episode 331 of the 23 Personnel Podcast brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly formed and created internet community, brings the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and hate on your favorite team. So go check them out online or on social. Go to sportsdrink.org or type in at sportsdrink on Instagram. That's spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is that you shut the door behind you. Try not to let the funk out. With that, it's been a minute, but uh, let's let's play that beautiful football music, Michael, and uh, get to football. What do you think? It is time. Let's do it. Chuck keeps it himself. Made two guys miss. Touchdown! Two now the end zone. Picked off. able to escape and that picked off back to back turnovers and water one of the other way down the sideline touchdown pick six 70 yards marquise waters play fake finds Tharp again and he's in the end zone for his first collegiate touchdown the deep ball down the middle and it's caught touchdown texas tech miles price 39 yards 
Smith to throw it. Has a man downfield, and Texas Tech finds the end zone. It's McLean Mannix. Brooks to the left side to the five touchdown. Red Raiders. Smith find a little time throwing to the back of the end zone. Caught touchdown. Tied at 38, three seconds to go. 62-yard try. Garibay has his foot into wow. it. It may be long enough. It is good. It is good. It is good. Jonathan Garibay has won the game with a 62-yard field goal. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? Whoa! I'm sure all of our... Uh... Iowa State fans and listeners love love to hear that every week, or that we uh, we get to talk about breaking the the conference winless streak against them, and just so much fun on Monday. Yes, but we're talking football right now. Um, one thing I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump ahead a little bit. We're not playing Iowa State this year, uh, which I'll 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 ask you your thoughts on that a little bit later. But uh, you're missing the Oklahoma schools, Cincinnati, and Iowa State. So just be thinking about that. But today, National Signing Day, part du signed Tradarius Brown, 6'2", 300 defensive lineman from Natchitoches, Louisiana, 28th commit of the class, 24th high schooler. Um, he's a big kid, man. I have, I have some, some adjacent recruiting news that oh, I saw today. Let's hear it. Sonny Cumbie landed the highest-ranked recruiting class in Louisiana tech history at number 70, Yeah, which, yeah, which I'm not, Hey, we're not knocking number 70 because not that long ago, Texas tech had a number 72 ranked recruiting class in 2017. Yes. 70th would have been an improvement. So absolutely. So company's already doing more there than Kingsbury was doing here on his way out. Well, and Matt Wells. So, uh, fair, fair. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to talk take you away from talking about Brown. We should really talk about, you know, the this big guy that's actually going to play for us as opposed to rehashing previous coaches and their faults. Yeah. Well, so uh, the reading I, I did on him today indicated that he may be more of a project and a stretch. Um, but the good thing about the way the roster is set up is that you have the time and uh, patience to allow him to continue to develop and learn and whatever uh, for his body type to shift a little bit. I mean, six two three hundred is not not a not a bad spot to start. Um, but with the defensive line you signed last year, the guys you have coming back uh, at the top of your 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 roster in terms of Hutchings and uh, Bradford, Miles um, Cole. Uh, and then all the guys that played um, like Adidore and uh, McAlpine. I'm blanking on names. I'm so sorry. But like, and then all the guys you signed, uh, there is some 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 flexibility and, and patience there uh, with being able to bring him in uh, slowly. So one, you love that you're getting a, a six foot two, 300 pound defensive lineman uh, out of high school. Uh, and then you've got the flexibility and and the the ability to to allow him to continue to grow and develop before you're like, hey, we need you to play. So that's awesome. That does kind of wrap up your recruiting class. You are still top twenty five, which is awesome. Um, the only only big thing within 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 the Big Twelve that I noticed today 
was a four-star uh, running back that you had you had some interest in. He had committed to Stanford, uh, flipped today to BYU, and that was L.J. Martin out of El Paso. Um, not really surprised when Shaw and that staff was was let go that he was going to be looking elsewhere from Stanford, but lands at BYU. Um, is is BYU closer to El Paso than Lubbock? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, it was just kind of they are kind of they're a fun thing to say. They're both in the same mountain range. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, are they? I thought aren't they aren't they the Chihuahua Mountains? That's an extension. In El Paso, the it's the same. It's the same. Is it really? They're all the same rounds when the, the, call, the someone, someone, <laughs> someone called the hotline. All the mountains are the same from Canada all the way down to the, the Baja Peninsula. Yeah. They're all Rockies. Same. Um, same. Hey, speaking of Rocky mountains, looking at the schedule, Michael, we make, we Texas tech football makes two trips into the mountains this year alone. I love the mountains, Spencer. I do too. Opening day. You were out in, Laramie, Wyoming, take on the Cowboys. Westerners? I don't know what they are. The Cowboys. I think they're the Cowboys. Whatever. They're, you're playing Wyoming. doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it's and interesting. Then, it's an interesting matchup, and it's a cool place to go. So that's that's a pretty good non-Power 5. Um, I, don't, I mean, even that, I don't care that it's... Is it even a home-and-home? Home? Uh, I believe so. I, 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 I do think you get them back... Uh, and Lubbock next year. So, okay. 2024. Okay. Cool. Good um, job. Interesting one. So you get two new big 12 teams on the schedule this year. Uh, one home, one away. You do get UCF and Lubbock this year. So, um, well, you get three big 12 teams this year. You get Houston too. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, we just kind of forget because <laughs> we've played them every year. It seems like, yeah. So your, your home schedule this year, it looks like Oregon, Tarleton state, Houston, Kansas State, TCU, and UCF. Road slate is Wyoming, West Virginia, Baylor, BYU, Kansas, Texas. Uh, you get a bye week there on October 26th to lead into a Thursday night game the following week. Uh, so you don't get quite uh, the full time off there on a bye week, but you do get a Thursday night game. Uh, and then you get those few extra days on the backside of that before you uh, head up to Lawrence to take on the Jayhawks. And then you get the Longhorns on Friday following Thanksgiving to finish the regular season down there in Austin. So initial thoughts, Michael, on the schedule for Texas Tech. Do you love it? Do you hate it? Part of me doesn't care for it. Um, okay. This is something you alluded to earlier that we're missing out on Cincinnati, which, mm -hmm. okay, I can take or leave that. I understand that you weren't going to get every single new big 12 member, but uh, missing out on Oklahoma state, especially when they seem to be down and their program is imploding. That's, that's kind of bad timing. Oh, and you miss out on playing Alan Bowman. Uh, that too. The, the reunion or the reunion, the revenge tour reunion <laughs> tour. Yeah. However he wants to, however you want to phrase it, um, playing your former wide receivers coach in Norman. You know, that kind of hurts. Don't have to, we don't have that revenge tour on our doorstep this year. And they're obviously a beatable team because because Tech done done it. And then Iowa State, you know, I can take or leave. I, I don't like them 
really at this point. They've they've had just enough success that I don't like them. They're on their way down. They're kind of in the same position Tech fans have been up until the last year or so, where the brightest spot in their football lives is a former quarterback in the NFL. So I, I get it, you know. I but I'm not missing that. But I would really like to take advantage of OU, Oklahoma State. Um, you know, trade Baylor for Oklahoma State. I think I'd be pretty happy. Maybe TCU. Now I want to play TCU. Yeah, and I'm glad back. that I'm glad that Tech gets gets them in Lubbock. Uh, Thursday games are always kind of tricky logistics wise, but people have plenty of time to plan. I mean, at least they know it's going to be Thursday and yeah, you won't know the kickoff time, but it's, it's not going to be 11 AM. It's not gonna be two 30. <laughs> it's going to be in the evening. So yeah, you've at sense. least got that. That's, that's the good thing about these Thursday and Friday games for the most part. I don't, you're going to have an evening kick. So um, yeah, I, I, I don't mind a Thursday game. Um, no, just one no. a season. I don't, I don't mind that. I don't mind that it's at home. Um, so looking across the conference, some, some scheduling quirks, uh, one, I, I do really like that Iowa state and Kansas state do finish the year against each other. They get Farmageddon on the last weekend on the flip side though. You don't get Oklahoma, Oklahoma state. You don't get uh bedlam on the last weekend. They don't, they play that first weekend in November. So they have three games after that. Well, you get is, the other premier weird rivalry in the big 12, which is Texas, Texas tech. You get that on the last weekend. Yeah, you get that on Friday. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, up against uh, TCU Oklahoma, which I'm sure to be back to back and not like one or the other. Um, that last weekend of games will look like Baylor West Virginia, BYU Oklahoma State, UCF Houston, which could be really fun. Uh, Cincinnati Kansas, there, there could be something there. Iowa State Kansas State, um, TCU Oklahoma, Texas Texas Tech. So, um, I I, I, th- I want to point out something you mentioned before we started recording. Today I learned Villanova has a football team. Yeah, they do, and they're and they're going to Orlando on September the sixteenth. <laughs> Had no idea. Yeah, wow. Um, that that's a. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even know what else to say about it. It's just good for them. Yep. Um, Good job. There, there are a couple of non-conference schools that play multiple Big 12 teams. Um, one, I I think it's interesting that Baylor and BYU miss each other in year one. Um, they they do get University of, of Utah, which is just up the road from BYU, about 45 minutes to the north. Um but the, the Baylor schedule missed the opportunity to have all of the religious schools on the schedule. Uh, they do have, uh, obviously t- TCU on there, uh, but they do miss out on BYU. Um, so rice plays both Texas and Houston. Uh, Sam Houston state plays Houston and BYU. Uh, Pitt plays Cincinnati and West Virginia. Uh, and I don't see any other duplicates. Wyoming, Wyoming plays Texas and Texas Tech. Oh, they, yeah, they do. There you go. Um, so I, I'm, I'm actually really intrigued by the the non conference scheduling across the conference. Like uh, Baylor, uh, Utah could be really good. BYU, Arkansas, 
uh, UCF Boise. I mean, one, that is a heck of a trip for UCF. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cincinnati Pitt. Um, Houston has nobody. They play UTSA Rice and Sam Houston. Like, what a crappy schedule. Uh, Iowa State gets Iowa like they do every year. Um, Kansas and Illinois. Back at it, Kansas State, Temple, and 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 Missouri. Oklahoma gets SMU and Tulsa. Oklahoma State gets Arizona State. Uh, TCU is getting the return trip for Colorado uh, and SMU. Uh, Texas is getting Rice, and then they have to go to Tuscaloosa to get that return trip for the Tide. Uh, but they also play Wyoming. Uh, Texas Tech, obviously, is Wyoming and then Oregon at home, which I think is really cool. West Virginia, though, may have one of the more most interesting non-conference schedules. They get uh, Penn State in week one and then the Backyard Brawl week three. Remember that game last year was a was just a lot of fun as a outsider. Um, so every team is going to miss four opponents. Uh, they'll, they'll just play... Uh, your nine conference games. Uh, is there anybody on that list, Michael, that you look at like, man, they got really lucky. Like they're, they're, they're having, they have a really easy schedule. I, I think it's pretty even handed. Um, you know, I hadn't gone through it. That I have closely. An <laughs> okay. You go, you go first then. Well, no, no, I, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, no, I, I really, you know, please, Please, by all means, go ahead. So with, with first blush here, I'm looking at Oklahoma State. They don't play TCU, Texas, Texas Tech, or Baylor. Oklahoma State could be one of the worst teams in the conference and still start off the season like six and two or whatever it is before they get into the the, the heart of it. Like I mean, they did last year? I mean, they've got... <laughs> you mean you mean exactly like they did last year? <laughs> they've got Central Arkansas... Arizona State, South Alabama, Iowa State, which you had talked about they're going down, but that Oklahoma State, Iowa State game could be like, who's the worst? Um, then Kansas State, Kansas, West Virginia, Cincinnati, Oklahoma, like going into Bedlam, like they could be like, what is that? One, two, three, four, six and two, but still be a bad team because they just haven't played anybody. Like o- Oklahoma State may have, may have gotten the best benefit here on the scheduling. Um, oh, that's exactly what they, they did exactly that Spencer. They started out six and two last year. Yeah. Well, and then, and then didn't make off. a bowl game. Um, oh no, wait, did they make a bowl game? Yeah, they did. If, if they started off yeah. six and two, they, they would have gone to a bowl game. Yeah, of course that's, I'm an idiot. Uh, let's see who else, who else got a, favorable draw if anybody um i mean i i think let's see um that's probably it that's the one that jumps out to me the most texas has a pretty tough one uh west virginia let's see i think west virginia's schedule is pretty tough well cincinnati i mean they don't get tcu kansas state texas or texas tech yeah that's true. That's probably up there for uh, an easier way to start Yeah, off. and they're but their non-con is pit, so it's you know they they're 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 playing a non-con with the pulse, and they're going there, so they're not hosting them. 
but yeah, th- that's probably not. Or, yeah, Baylor's, they're missing out. Baylor's missing out on BYU, o- Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, and Kansas. That's kind of a, a fair trade, it seems like. So, anyways. Yeah, um, I would say Oklahoma State. Just compiled with how I don't expect them to be very good, but, you know, this is how I felt about TCU all uh, last offseason. So, yeah. grain of salt, everybody. But I don't, I think, compared paired with how they shouldn't be that great and then this favorable schedule, I, I do think they've gotten a little bit of a slight advantage. Yeah. So looking at the, the four new schools coming in, um, is there a, is there a destination, Michael, that you would really like to go to, uh, of the four, obviously being BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, and central Florida. Is, is there, is there a team or a, a stadium that you would like to go see or a few stadiums? Because for me, it's in order Lavelle Edwards to go see uh, BYU, which you're one Texas tech is making that trip this year. And then to go play uh, in the bounce house against central Florida. I think both of those would be just one great environments uh, and, and just, you know, a lot of fun for the, the, the game and the atmosphere around it. Um, I have no interest in going to Cincinnati or Houston both of those are just microscopic stadiums. I, I know there, there's some history there with Cincinnati, but it being the smallest and it being just comically small is just like, I have no interest there. And when, and with Houston, uh, you've played there before. Um, you've actually played Houston in other stadiums within the city of Houston <laughs> to not play yeah. in, in their stadium. So I, I, I couldn't care less. When about. was the, I mean, what was that Oh nine leech team? Was that the last time that we played actually, no, where the Houston Cougars play. No, it was like sixteen or seventeen. Okay, uh, where you okay. played in Houston. Um, I know it's mostly been at NRG or you know wherever. Okay, what about you? I'm, I'm pretty much. I'm gonna flip flip it on you. Really, I I just like the city of Orlando. I went the, for my first time in in the fall, mm-hmm. and my wife and I did the Universal thing and and had a blast. And so, I mean, I'm my dream is to someday talk the family into going to a Texas tech game in Orlando because then we will go to universal on the same trip. So maybe that will happen once they release the schedule in the coming few years. We'll see, but Oh, and they've got like this new world that they're building. I think it's going to have this big Mario Nintendo world. Pretty excited about that, but I would put Orlando at the top for that. And then sure. for what you mentioned before too, bounce house looks like a blast. Uh, UCF is just a, a pretty fun fan base, tons of, tons of, uh, I don't know if, well, I'm assuming they have a ton of alumni based on just the number of enrollment. So <laughs> if they don't, that they should soon, right. When they've got yeah. like 50 or 60,000 students. Yeah. And who doesn't want to go to Florida in the fall? That's a great time. Uh, mm-hmm. a close second is going to see BYU for everything you mentioned, the backdrop, um, you know, kind of the same thing. Who doesn't want to go to the that part of the mountains in the fall? It's starting to get kind of crisp, fresh. You know, you're, you're gonna you're gonna need you a, a heavier jacket than the one you left with. Elevation is is up there. It's almost double the elevation here in the LBK. 
just a great environment. I love watching night games on TV up up there. So those would be my top two. Cincinnati would be three. I I kind of dogged it before we started recording, but I'm going to walk that back a little bit because Skyline Chili gets a bad rap, people. <laughs> people need to quit nasty, being chili man. snobs. No, it's just meats. It, it's just a different type of meat sauce put on noodles. It's That's all it is. There's no beans in it. I know people have a, lot, a thing with beans. It just gets a bad rap. I, it's delicious. You put it on the noodles, and then you got you got the five way or whatever because you got your noodles and your sauce, and you got your onions and your cheese, and I forget what the fifth thing is. The oyster crackers, maybe. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's a three way and a five way family show, but I don't know what that means. I don't know what those. I forget what they were. But All go right. for it. They're, it's really good. And then Houston, yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, I, like we're playing Houston. I'd rather be in NRG. So, yeah, which we can't. You know, since it's a conference game, it's it's not like a big deal out of conference game. That's probably not going to happen hardly at all anymore. Well, I mean, you say that, but Texas and Oklahoma don't play their conference game in the their home stadiums. So. Uh, well, if we're going, if we're going neutral, don't make us drive to Houston every year. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, let, let's, let's put okay. the game in Dallas. Anyways, all right. Yeah. One, what, we'd love to hear uh, your guys' thoughts on one Big Twelve stadiums, new Big Twelve stadiums you'd like to visit, um, and two, uh, you know, what do you think about the four teams that you're missing, or is there somebody else that got a really good break? Uh, for year one. But with that, Michael, I think we should uh, jump into basketball. we got some basketball things to take care of, uh, things to look at, actual uh, preview. It's, it's been a minute since we've done a basketball preview. And we'll just have the one. We'll, we'll have the, the game for this weekend versus Baylor since we'll be back before the next game, which is Oklahoma State next Wednesday. So, um, yeah, man, you, you ready to talk about something basketball? I am ready. All right, let's do it. Here comes Stevenson. Spins. We talked about it a little while ago. Still getting ready for that NBA slam dunk contest, but Mac McClung, first ever G-Leaguer to make it. All-Star Weekend coming up here in a few weeks, the 18th. 18th, that's a weird place to break that. Uh, February 18th. <laughs> are, are, are you a fan of like the skills competition in the All-Star 
break for NBA. Is, is that something that we should like bring universally? No, no? you, you don't. Like I, I like the three points. I like the three point shots, and I really haven't kept up with. I know they do like a two on two or a three on three. That's probably pretty interesting, but I don't watch any of the other skill ones. The, the only ones I like are the were the three point contests. Those were fun. I remember this ages me so much, but Dan Marley was a guy that I remember watching. Did he play for the Heat or the Suns? I don't know. Seemed like it was a, a hot place where he played. Yeah, I haven't got nothing on that. Because he was on fire. No, no, I don't know where that came from. But I think Dan Marley was, like, I, I remember watching that. I may have even seen, I may be misremembering, but I, I think I saw some Larry Bird contests way, way back in the day as a wee young lad. But that's about it. But aside from the slam dunk, like I said before, I hadn't watched it much lately, but yeah, I'll definitely be watching it this year. All right. Well, yeah, for, for sure with uh, Mac McClung in it. Um, I guess we'll we'll go through the, the stat update, Michael. I, I think we, even on the last time we did have an actual full-on preview, we skipped the stat update because it was just... It's kind of sad. Why? Uh, it's, it's still kind of sad, but at least we just won two games, so... Yeah, so you you broke your your eight game losing streak. Uh, you beat LSU, uh, which even wasn't your best win at the time, uh, and then you did get your best win on Monday against Iowa State. So you are twelve and ten on the season, one and eight in conference play. Ken Palm uh, actually dropped you a couple of spots, which is fantastic. He went from fifty ninth to sixty second. Uh, your offense did did move up. Uh, it's now seventy third. Um, your opponent's defense, as you have getting, as you firmly planted yourself in the, in, in the Big Twelve schedule, up to eighty second. Your adjusted defense has dropped to sixty first. It's not a surprise with what we've seen this year, uh, but your opponent offense again, uh, playing Big Big Twelve basketball, forty fifth. Haslametrics has you at sixty second. So Ken Palm and Haslametrics has you right there, pretty close. Uh, T ranking, net rankings, also pretty close, fifty ninth and sixty five, sixty fifth. Uh, respectively, but has the metrics offense bumped you up to 53rd. Your defense just is atrocious. 83rd. Uh, remember, this is a guy that that was all over your defense the past few years. You know, you stayed up like the first handful of uh teams there for, for quite a while. Um, the projections though are not so rosy. According to Eric Haslam, he's got Texas Tech losing their last nine games. Um, um, yeah, and then he he had uh, Iowa State as a loss, as a uh, almost a two point loss, um, which brings back to that that thought, Michael, going into that game against Iowa State, that Vegas line into that Tech minus two and a half. Yeah, and yeah. you win the game. Um, is uh, you win the game with with four? Sorry, with with three points. Man's like, my goodness! Like, what did they know? That's, that's some weird voodoo. Especially yeah, especially with a twenty six point swing to get there. <laughs> yeah, when you were down by uh, um, yeah, you, you said it. So, well, the other thing, the uh, I have a confession to make. I've I've stayed off the action app pretty much since the end of football. I was never good at it. I was never good at it in football and it's, it's for entertainment purposes only. So it's not linked to any sort of accounts or anything, but even that, I just saw how bad I was and I was like, that's, that's it. So 
I don't really plan on doing anything for basketball. I might do some playoff NFL here and there or something, but that was it. But then I have to confess, I got so jaded and so down after going 0 and 8. I immediately took LSU on the points and the money line, lost both, was like, great, good. And then I thought, but yeah, Iowa State's coming to town and Tech lost to them by 30. So I, I just don't feel it. I don't feel good about it. Took Iowa State, money line, and the points. Lost them both. Oh, man. So this is going to be my new thing. I'm, I'm going to fade the Red Raiders, which is awful. It's, it's a terrible sounding thing to do, but I, I feel like I have to at this point because that's the only time I've really messed with any sort of basketball picks this entire season, and they backfired on me epically like most of them do. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to keep at it, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, it happens. I, when, when Texas tech had gotten down 23 points, it felt like that, um, Texas tech minus three was, was a, a free money glitch there, but, Oh yeah. I saw, I saw so many people. It was great. I mean, that was just like, that's an hour and a half of just nonstop freezing cold takes right there. Um, you know, starting about two or three minutes before halftime until, you know, three minutes left in the game. It's just so many people, but myself included, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I think I was kind of cautious. I don't think I said anything too, you know, something that could backfire too bad, but a lot of people, yeah, what was Vegas thinking? Two and a half. That's, that's so dumb. And then it played out just like you said, you think oh. it was, it was right on man. Um, so yeah, so creepy net rankings, not like, not that we're looking at, uh, resume here to get us in, into the, 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 the tournament conversation, but you are now one and nine in quad one games. Thank you. Iowa state. Oh, and oh, and one and quad two, uh, quad three, the LSU game. <laughs> it's a quad three game. Uh, we talked about it, not even being your, your best win. Eastern Washington was one thirty sixth at LSU was one thirty eight. Yeah. yeah. But so Those you're are the net rankings. Yeah. You're 11 and 0 quad three and four games. Um, obviously your next game this weekend, Saturday at noon on CBS is in Waco versus the bears. Uh, has the metrics, however you want to give credence there has this as a eight point victory for the bears. Um, they are 16 and six on the season, five and four in conference led by their, just freak of a freshman, Keontae George. I, I wanted to point this out, Michael, as I was looking up the stats to, to update everything. Um, he was the number two player coming out of high school this past signing class. Um, just forget that that he was like it, well, it's it, it, just a five star play, but but top yeah. five, yeah, yeah. Till you see him play and you go, okay, yeah, that, I, I get it. Because I mean, the dude put up twenty seven on Tech last time. He was five of eleven from three. 8 of 15 overall, didn't miss a free throw, perfect 6 for 6. Tech had no answer for him. 27 yeah. points in 32 minutes. Well, he's Just he's averaging, averaging more than 17 points per game now. Uh, 38% from the field, 34% from 3 and 81 from the free throw stripe. Adam Flagler, 15 and a half points per game, 41% from the field, 42% from 3, 82%. At the stripe, then LJ Cryer, just under 15 points per game, and even better of a shooter, 45, 41, and 86. So those three guards, man, you gotta be, gotta be, gotta be careful. Um, 
However, your your small lineup uh, when you went th- to that against Iowa State with O'Banner at the five, or the five, um, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, that's certainly going to help with with the shooting against Baylor, but um, you're certainly not going to have to worry about trying to figure out how to how to fit in Amac or, or Bacho, and and I don't know how, how all that's going to work out with Amac's foot, whether it was a react reaggravation or something new uh, and how long he's going to be out. Uh, I know we've heard that pop Isaacs is out for a while day to day. Also indefinitely. I've, I've, I've heard both. Uh, so who knows there? Um, but man, like if you can get some, some of that same kind of spark from Washington uh, Fisher in, in the first half and Tyson, Tyson. in the second yeah. half, man. Well uh, then Harmon offensively. I mean, it, it was, yeah, they can they can ball, but man, they have to play about as hard as they possibly can to to maintain that. But hey, just don't don't allow some kid that looks like an extra in a '80s Devo <laughs> music video to to drain seven threes on you, and you you may not find yourself in that position. But dude, Kalo Grill was just ridiculous. He was. He was. I I just really I know we talked about it on the instant reaction, but man, I, I really expected one of those prayers to go in. Uh, yeah. Either in overtime. I he may have had one at the end of the regulation, but I, I distinctly remember two in overtime and he landed off he landed weird and I thought, oh man, that 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 son of a bitch is gonna bank you. <laughs> I just had a feeling. Yeah, maybe. So glad it didn't. Uh we, we actually have this this uh this point brought up in the chat. Can we just avoid the lethargic first half? It's not even just the first half. It, it's really been recently, or actually, it's been both. But uh, <laughs> either like a, a slow first half or a or a second half meltdown. Um, ideally, you'd like to you'd like to avoid both. Um, you start off strong and then you don't fade in the first half, and or you you know you don't. Uh, well, yeah, you just don't start it slow, um, and then you know need a twenty-three point comeback. Um, to, you brought up a minute ago, Michael, talking about Harmon's offensive output there in the second half. Um, man, it it felt like we've complained. We Spencer have complained about that that offensive style. <laughs> just like, well, Harmon's just gonna dribble and, and drive, right? Like it's gonna be. Gonna be the Harmon show, and it's I kind of like it. It's fine when it works out, like right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but it's been our most successful offense so far this season. I, I've I wish I could go back and come up with it, but I can think of maybe three or four games where that just happened. And they, I don't know if Tech won them all, but there was a, definitely in the non-con there was one that I think was really in jeopardy, and then it just became all right. We're just we're just gonna have Harmon go for it. And and I think Tech had the chance to do that against West Virginia, but they did it too late. Anyway, I interrupted you, but that was I, I don't hate it as much as as most people do. Yeah. Uh, this Baylor team, fifteenth in the country according to Haslam metrics. Uh, the projection, like we said, was about an eight point uh, difference there in favor of the Bears on the season. They are averaging scoring just uh, seventy eight and a half points, giving up sixty nine and a half. Um, they're 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 not a great defensive team, at least and 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 holding teams under their, their shooting potential. Uh, they do. Baylor does shoot 44%. They allow teams to, to shoot 44%. Uh, they shoot 35% from three. They allow teams to shoot 30, 
33% from three. Uh, they do uh, shoot free throws at least quite a bit better than Texas Tech, 75 does Baylor to, to 70 for Texas Tech. Um, they out-rebound teams by about five per, per, per game. Uh, they they turn the ball over about 12 times a game, force 14 and a half. Um, whereas Texas Tech, uh, one is not the the most, does not commit the most turnovers in, in the conference anymore. They're down to 14 per game uh, while they forced 15 and a half. Uh, Oklahoma State has, has taken that top spot in terms of turnovers per game. They're at 14 and a half, uh, which we'll talk about them in a little bit. They're actually negative in, in terms of turnovers and what they force with their opponents. But like I said, we'll, we'll talk about Oklahoma State next weekend. Um, on the road at Baylor, this is, you know, supposedly the the 15th uh, best team, at least according to Haslam Metrics. Um, you know, we just need to, to avoid just them going lights out from three because that's just, I mean, shoot, man. Like, if, if the team is is hitting everything, uh, it's hard to just do anything, really. Because the, the yeah, three-point three defense for Texas Tech is just not there this year. No, and and you know Baylor shot thirty eight percent against Tech last time. Tech shot thirty nine percent. That was one of their higher, probably one of their best three pointing, three point shooting outings uh, in a long time, and still was unable to pull away. Shot fifty one percent from the field. It was just, you know, George. They just had no answer for him. That was, no. I really think, what it boiled down to. He. He absolutely beat Texas Tech, and hopefully they can regroup and figure out a way to not let that happen again. Yeah. Um, do you have a do you have a projection or a thought, Michael, about how this game may may end up playing out, or do you like this, do you even care with it being one and eight and just like just you know we'll just get there? No, I mean I I have I I, I probably sound a little bit pessimistic earlier but i don't this is i was telling some of the guys at work today like this is the most excited i've been as a one and eight with a one and eight record ever Uh, that just that team i saw and then you know because we recorded right after the 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 game ended so we didn't get to see the the celebration in the locker room uh you know the, the guys getting emotional at the podium O'Banner talking about making the tournament. Now, he didn't specify which tournament, which is fun. <laughs> uh, you know, Harmon getting emotional and Adams getting emotional with the guys in the locker room and stuff. It was, it meant a lot to these guys, obviously. It meant quite a bit to me too, and especially in the matter of the way they did. So I feel a little rejuvenated. I think they've, they've got a shot, um, but I don't think they'll be able to slow them down enough. And, even though the last game they weren't getting beaten that bad on offensive rebounds, man, that has been a really bad trend the last couple of games. Yeah. And I, I think that that could be something that could bite them. Uh, you know, maybe they can figure out something a little bit more offensively than just drive to the basket and hope for the best. But Hey, I appreciated that. That got them back in the game that showed them being aggressive. They got them to the line. They quit trying to make threes because no one's can make a three right now. Um, so, I mean, I, I think it'll come down to t- two things. If, if, if tech can rebound and if they can stop George, then they've got a shot. Well, that's, those are kind of tall orders there. 
Um, yes. Yeah, I know. It's it's Baylor's a tough team. So a couple things before we wrap this up and get to what we learn. Uh, one, Root says your mustache is looking luscious, Michael. Oh, thanks. Thanks. Yeah. And then uh, Hello. Maddie says, look at these handsome fellas. Thanks. Uh, Guns up says, just don't I really like the glare in my glasses. <laughs> that's, that's, what's, that's what's really good. That's really good television right there. You need to like just adjust your screen a little bit. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I, I move it and then it just it's more of the same. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, guns up, idiot says, just don't dig a hole. Those were two different squads: lazy threes versus aggressive driving. Yeah, man, for sure. I don't know. Oh, yeah. What else we can send to Adams and the coaching staff is like, hey, remember what you did well that worked on Monday? Let's let's keep doing that. Let's, yeah, let's I mean, even if like that. we said, if if that kid hadn't made seven threes, it wouldn't have been that dire of a stretch to try to come back anyway in the first place. Yeah. Just. That was kind of bizarre, How even bizarre. as bad as Tech's been. That was still kind of bizarre. Yeah, on defending the three. All right, um, let's uh, let's let's break the mold here and actually maybe even wrap up a little early. Let's uh, let's talk about what we learned, Michael. Okay, what did we learn, Palmer? I don't know, sir. I don't know either. All right, so one we haven't talked about it yet, but Super Bowl is set. Our man. Our fellow classmate Patrick Mahomes, um, back in. How have the we not game. talked about this? You're totally right. We haven't mentioned it. We didn't mention it this entire episode. We didn't mention it after the Iowa State game. I think maybe we're just spoiled to it. Maybe we just knew it was going to happen. Actually, I had no idea it was going to happen. I was really worried yeah, the entire he's, game. He's back in the game again. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the the weird like who claims Jalen Hurts, whether it's Alabama or Oklahoma. Um, who cares? the the eagles are in it um that did you have any like like did you feel like like we were kind of getting cheated out um of, of of seeing the best possible versions of these teams with how many injuries we were seeing whether it was mahomes's leg or uh brock purdy's elbow apparently he tore his ucl and may or may not need surgery uh and they were already down like he was their, their third string um you know their third option at that point and they went to Josh Johnson and he had a very similar looking hit on his elbow. And he's like, Oh my gosh, they're, they're, they're trying to get uh McCaffrey a helmet with the, with the, the, the headset in it and all this kind of stuff. Did, did it feel like maybe there, there was some of it that was cheapened a little bit. Like you were just like, just didn't get to see teams at full strength. Or yes. did you care? Yes. yes. I, no, I, I did feel that a little bit. It's, especially with the Niners. That was just kind of ridiculous. I'm not a fan of the Niners, but man, to just be down to playing your fourth or fifth string guy in a playoff game, um, that's a rough go. And and then to go down the way they did. But I, I have no, if, if it, I obviously think OU has claim to Hertz, even though OU has a claim to a lot of transfer quarterbacks that played at other power five schools beforehand. Because I don't, I can't think of a whole lot of. I think some Bama fans might kind of root for Hurts, but not in, not a full throated. Oh man, huge, huge Hurts fan. You know, go Eagles, go Birds. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to be take it that far because I know that, I know it's a completely different circumstance. But I didn't see a lot of Cleveland Browns jerseys floating around Lubbock the last few years. Uh, I know that's different. 
I don't think there were a lot of A&M fans rooting for the Cardinals this year. So I, I just, just, yeah, I think he belongs to, to OU. Yeah. Um, so with the Super Bowl, I want to ask, I know it's early. Do you have any, uh, any items on your menu yet for game day? You got a special brisket or ribs on the way? I don't. I'm still, I'm still working on it because the weather has been insane. So I just can't really, can we talk about really this think weather? about it yet? <laughs> <laughs> we, my son has missed four days of school in the past two weeks for <laughs> essentially nothing. Like the roads have been yeah. just fine, but he's, he's missed two full days of school this week and two half days, at least two half days. It's like, guys, let's yeah. get it together. And I, I know like they're going off of like the, the forecast and those are hit or miss. It's been a lot of miss lately. Like that. Yeah. There was some precipitation today where the roads drivable mostly. Yeah. They're not a lot, of, a lot of bridges down here in South Lubbock to get to and from school. Now, apparently yeah, it got kind of hairy for an hour, but that was about it. Apparently Marsha Sharp's a mess, but like, okay, well yeah, just don't, it always is. Don't get on a bridge. Yeah. Um, it's always a mess with any precipitation, rain, <laughs> ice, Snow, someone dropped a bottle of water yeah. off the pedestrian bridge. There's or probably the going to be a five-car pileup. Yeah. 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 Sprinklers. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Then you got to shut the whole thing down. So for for, for me, uh, one, I, I, I want to do that, that smoked queso again because that was just, that was phenomenal. Uh, I, I think I want to like make like those sliders uh, that you just cut like the Hawaiian rolls in half and just put the like this big slab of meat in there and, and then just cut them up and you do that on like a like a a griddle or blacktop or something okay yes i'm thinking about doing that um i did i did actually see somebody that made um they they, they put um some shredded brisket into the cream cheese mix for a um jalapeno popper and that looked fantastic that's the way to go see i i think what we've mostly done is a bunch of snacks just like a smorgasbord of snacks yeah and one year i made my own uh mcrib okay where i took a that i took an entire slab of baby back ribs and then i deboned them i, I purposefully overcooked them so that i could just pull the bones out <laughs> and then made my own McRib sandwiches. And then I was trying to convince my wife. I was like, man, I should do that again. And then she she has such a better memory than me. She was like, we didn't really like it that much. I said, we didn't? <laughs> She's like, no, it was it was fine. She said, I remember you kind of just saying you wish you'd have just made ribs. And I was like, oh. So I have just such revisionist history in my head. Like, oh, man, yeah, that was that was great. I remember taking really great photos of it and thinking it it turned out just like I thought it should. But apparently neither of us cared for it that much, and I was all set to do it again. Oh, well. Steven Stevens says to try a tri-tip. Oh, man. That's a great I've, idea because... I've never done one of those before. You haven't done one? Okay. No. I I did one. When did I do that one, Spencer? Was it during football season? I think so. I think I remember you saying Got that. Got it at Raid Red Meats. Pretty good prices there. You can usually get one for like 10 bucks. They're frozen, so you got to plan ahead. That's a good thought because... I've been wanting to do one again anyway. Yeah, good job, Steven. Nice. 
Wilden over there with some good ideas. Yeah. Uh, and then also like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like the guy that, that comes up with the best, uh, things to post on social so i'm i'm blatantly will tell you that like i, I ripped this off we're, today. we're so bad at social <laughs> but we that, try that, sometimes that snack ranking thing i i saw it and it was one it was the options that were on the on the, the first one i saw were just awful um so i i, I recreated it and I, I tweeted out and we got quite a good uh response there but michael and ask you one it's a soda chip candy uh snacks and you get one of each and that wasn't clear because, like, it, it, if I had to give, like, all the details of it, it would have been, like, just inundated with text. No, nobody would have read it, and it would have been weird. But, like, okay, so soda. You can have any of the of the uh, variations of that soda. Like, so it, it, if you pick Coke, you can you can obviously have Coke, or you can have Diet Coke, Coke Zero, Cherry, Vanilla, whatever, and still be Coke. And you don't have to be like, well, Dr. Pepper Zero is not on there, so I don't know what else I'd pick. No, it's yeah, like, strawberry and cream Dr. Pepper Zero sugar is my <laughs> preferred beverage. Yeah, no, so, okay, so the options for soda, Coke, Dr. Pepper, Pepsi, root beer, 7-Up Sprite, Mountain Dew, Fanta. And with Fanta, you get absolutely every flavor imaginable. Um, so with a soda, if you're going to take one of those, which one is it? Pepsi. What? <laughs> it's Pepsi. Oh, my God. Pepsi, dude. <laughs> All right. It's either that or Coke. Uh, it's either that or Coke. Those oh, are my those are my two. Well, Coke would be in better, a can. But dang, dude, I, I was Pepsi in a can is so hard to beat. Wow. Uh, out of out of that lineup, it's just fantastic. I was not expecting that. <clears throat> uh, this was great. I, I liked that thing you posted because my wife and I talked about it. We, we talked about it for at least five minutes. <laughs> Uh, when we were eating dinner tonight because she came up with it was I can't remember it because I just already talked about how bad my memory is but I, I can remember some of it she came up with like the college version okay that she would have picked and then what she would pick now and they were completely different <laughs> uh, yeah I, I I can totally see that um, one of them was Dr. Pepper and Funyuns and then I think um I think Reese's Dr. Pepper, Funyuns, and Reese's was one of them, but I don't remember Solid. which one. And I, and I should know this so that I can be husband of the year someday and come home from stripes with with the right thing. Yeah, so this is definitely a road trip stop at the gas station and convenience store. Like, okay, what are the three things you're picking up? Uh, soda, chip, and, and um, candy bar. I had a hard time uh, filling out the candy bar with like non-chocolate items. I only put two there. Um, but... I had way more options on candy that I didn't put on the list. One, because I want to have all the same number of options on each row. But uh, so for me, I, I'd go with Dr. Pepper. Um, I'm I'm good with with any of the flavor. Well, not really the flavors, but I would prefer a, a uh, Dr. Pepper Zero or or Ten or whatever whatever they call that version of it. Uh, then diet, then regular. Um, oh I, wait, I, wait, I, wait! Wasn't Dr. Pepper ten? Dr. Pepper ten. The low calorie drink for men. For men, yeah, <laughs> that oh was the God. ridiculous uh, ad campaign lame. for that from like ten years ago, and, and they, they came out like gray cans too. Y'all are um, too good for y- 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 men. Need ten calories. Need ten, yeah. So it's good lord. Yeah, it's Dr Pepper zero sugar now. Is what it is. Um, so I, I, I'd go there. I, I'm not messing with with Pepsi or root beer. Um, Seven Up or Sprite, I. I kind of have to, have to be in the mood for it. Mountain Dew. I I couldn't take the last time I had a Mountain Dew. 
Well, and okay. Then, and then a Fanta would be orange, but no, I, if I'm picking one, it's going to be Dr. Pepper. So my list starts with B, Dr. Pepper. Yours starts with a C, Pepsi. And everybody's like, you're Mid- Midwestern Mike. Uh, if Well, to, to take it a step <laughs> further, if I would have thought this through, I might have gotten Code Red Mountain Dew. God, I love that. <laughs> I love Code Red Mountain Dew. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, chips. So I've got Red Doritos. I, I, I didn't... <laughs> Is that what... Red Doritos? Well, like the nacho cheese, the red bag. Well, there's like um, five different Red Doritos. Well, okay. So the the red Doritos here is just the the, the I guess regular uh, nacho cheese. Here, I I did include two different chips that had like different flavors instead of just doing like every option available. Um, so it's a little bit different than the drink, but the options were uh, the nacho cheese Doritos, Cheetos, regular uh, Ruffles, regular Lay's, Funyuns, flaming hot Cheetos, cheddar sour cream Ruffles, and then Takis. Okay. So which chip the, are you picking up? The Takis, because I, I figure I figure if I'm snacking, I'm probably either at a computer or driving or something. The Takis are out just because of the the redness. Does that mean As that the, the, the Cheetos residue? are out too? The Cheetos are out too, but I, I picked the Doritos <laughs> because <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like I, I can I can mind over matter the Dorito. Like I can just use you can just use the thumb and the index finger, but for Cheetos, I feel like I need all three. And <laughs> like same with Takis, like, like a, yeah, a it's like a whole different thing. But like Doritos, I can just like barely get the the edge of the triangle, sure, and that's it. Then I'm not gonna get it everywhere. Um, let me see the the other ones. You, I mean, you had some great ones in here because the cheddar sour cream was probably my number two option here. Oh yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah, if you would have had. Jalapeno Cheetos, it would have been church. Yeah, so those are all also... I, I would have taken what... Yeah, I don't care. I would have ruined a dress shirt to eat some jalapeno <laughs> Cheetos. It's fine. Okay, so you I going- did appreciate... There were a couple of people... I'm sorry. <laughs> it, always, always this. There were a couple of people that picked like three things that weren't on the list. Like, thanks for playing. Yeah, I was like, that's not the point of the game. <laughs> it's always fun. <laughs> no, so some guys pick some guys out here picking a Chico stick and a tuna fish sandwich, and I'm like, all right, good GTF good on you. Yeah, yeah, cool right. ranch Doritos, great, thanks. So, so, so <laughs> you're going Pepsi, uh, then nacho cheese Doritos. I'm going, oh uh, yeah, Dr Pepper, and then the flaming hot Cheetos or Takis. But on my my, my initial take was was going to be the flaming hot Cheetos. All right, candy. Uh, you got her, plain Hershey's, got Snickers, Reese's, Butterfingers, Kit Kat, Twix, Skittles, and Starburst. If you're going after candy, I just noticed. Well, I just noticed. Is that like the Reese's peanut butter bar? Is that what you picked? Not on purpose. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure it That's is. Like the, but I, I love those. Those are awesome. But uh, I still wouldn't have picked that. I went with Snickers. As much as I love okay. all of these. Hershey's would be my least. It would be last on yeah, this okay. list. But man, so, since, you picked a great lineup. I love all of these. So Hershey's would have been last too, but Samantha went like, okay, when I asked her, she took uh, Dr. Pepper, Red Doritos, and regular Hershey's. It's like, that's so plain. <laughs> now, she she didn't take like the plain Ruffles or, or Lay's. Um, but I was like, there's no, there's, anyways. Uh, so I went uh, with Reese's because that's, that's my, my number one yeah. uh, candy. But, 
so some of the options that didn't make on the list that I would have also picked, but I don't, I don't think are up there. Uh, Baby Ruth and Payday are up there for me. Um, there's Almond Joy and Mounds, uh, depending on whether or not you like almonds. Uh, Milky Way and Three Musketeers are also are all up there. But I, I, I included the, the non-chocolate options just because like uh, whatever. So very few people picked <laughs> Skittles or Starburst today. Um, but yeah, so I, well, and I, I, I like them as much as I like those two. Yeah, it's just fine. like I picture myself having a snack. I can't picture myself eating Skittles or Starburst with a snack. I feel like if I'm eating Skittles or Starburst, I'm watching a movie or some something or it's Halloween. Yeah. Or it's Easter and I'm, you know, I'm sneaking all these Starbursts out of my daughter's Easter basket. The, Okay, you mentioned a couple. Here's here's a couple that I would have added. Watch my call it. Mm-hmm. Don't don't sleep on the watch my call it. I mentioned this in the Discord this week and had had a little traction. I appreciated it. The Mister Good Bar. Yeah, those are good too. Man, it's just it's two things, man, and it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the my third one is my probably my favorite one is actually Reese sticks. And just about anything Reese's makes the yeah the. The, so the take five, all that kind of stuff. But I always put Snickers first just because it's, you can always find one. It's got, it's, it's salt. It always hits a lot the spot. There's a lot in it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Reese's, you know, you, you can always find the Reese's cups, but you can't always find Nutrageous or fast break or take five or, oh, well the Reese's cup with, I really like the Reese's cup with the, the puffs in it. Oh, well they don't have them. Or the pieces or, yeah. 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 I like the one with the potato chips. Yeah. They don't have those. So it's <laughs> whatever, but my my wife picked. She has different taste in that. She likes Three Musketeers. Okay, so, which she likes. Milk not on the list, but Milky Way, which you mentioned as an alternate. Yeah, but her favorite of just like the regular ones you can find most places is the dark chocolate Milky Way. Yeah, gives it a little extra edge. Yes, man, this is a fan of, of the dark chocolate. I, I I don't like the bitterness. Um, all right, man. I think that'll I'll do it for us. I uh, want to thank everybody that has swung through on the stream tonight, making the first one, first official stream, uh, such a success. Uh, Steven came through and said B3B for him, which is Dr. Pepper, plain ruffles and Snickers. Can't go wrong with that. Um, and then Guns Up said the jalapeno cheddar, the jalapeno Cheetos are goaded. Oh, man. Uh, it's, well, yes, thank you. And then Gambling Gouches came through and said the Watchman call it is, is goaded. Uh, so see, we all have good taste. Good job, everybody. Yeah, just just don't don't listen to Michael going with with with, with the Pepsi. Uh, you need <laughs> uh, real like more. It's like my hottest take. More more text in here. I I should have replaced Pepsi with like Big Red or something. Oh man, that, that would have been it. <laughs> I would have picked Big Red hands yeah. down if that was on there. All right. Well, that'll do it for us on the Twenty Three Personnel Podcast. I do have the Baylor game coming up this weekend, Saturday at noon on CBS. Uh, throw out the projections, the predictions, whatever. Um, we just hope we don't go 0 and 9 and finish the season 1 and 17 in conference play, which would be worst since Chris Walker, Billy Gillespie era. But for Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you guys next time. Thank you for listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast. Help us out by subscribing, rating the show, and leaving a review. 
Follow us on Twitter at 23Personnel, Spencer at Punt Suck, and Michael at Michael underscore LBK. Be sure to catch the next episode. And until then, guns up and let the tortillas fly. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.